Hey, it's Josh Cohen from the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to the Penny for Your Thoughts podcast from the guys at Orlando Magic UK. Now it's over to Garrett, Mikey, and Paul. Go Magic! In order for the magic to work, you have to truly believe in the magic. What's up, Magic fans? Welcome to Penny for Your Thoughts, Orlando Magic UK's weekly podcast. Today is Thursday the 24th of November as we record episode 104. Um, I mentioned this Thursday 24th of November and of course that is Thanksgiving in the States. So uh, before we start, happy Thanksgiving to every uh, to all of our listeners in the States. So uh, beers up to that. And whatever else. Um, and whatever else, absolutely, Gar. So um, as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm joined tonight by... Gary and Paul. Gary, how are you doing, bud? I'm great, apart from this screen says right before it gets edited that my name's Mikey, and uh, I would just like to add that I don't have the cidery accent of Mr. Clark. So <laughs> I'm not Mikey for anyone who's watching. Uh, I'm sure Mikey will be able to sort that when he oh, no. uh, gets to editing this. So, uh, and, uh, Mr. B- Mr. Bacon. How are we, sir? We haven't spoken for a couple of days. Yeah, I know it's been a few. It's been a while since we've been on a pod together as well, my friend. It has. It's, uh, good it to has. have you back. Oh, thank you, thank you. So, um, got to start with the World Cup. Your your nation's in there. My nation's in there. We've had one game now. Um, what are your thoughts on the World Cup so far? From what you've watched. God, I'll be honest with you, mate. Um, I. I Gary and I were having this conversation last week um, off air. Not neither of us are a, much of a fan of the location choice. Um, as a result, and the time of year that it's being played at, just doesn't feel like it's the World Cup, um, and that's um, that's killed my interest level a little bit. I'm quite surprised to say, but uh, mate, I watched England and uh, I watched the USA game. Um, you know, watch, watching my two teams there, as, as following on from UG as anyone but England. Uh, so Absolutely. At the minute, mate, it's got to be anyone but Wales. Yeah, <laughs> just fine, to, mate. Just be on a level playing field with you. Um, yeah. But yeah, mate, we've, played, we've, we've watched them play there one game so far. Other than that, I've seen nothing. Um, England, we were a bit sloppy leaving, letting them get two, letting Iran get two, although one was a penalty, so so be it. But... Uh, Yourselves in the states, tight game, mate. That's gonna it's gonna come down to how many you put past Iran, both of you. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, sixty-four years since our last um, appearance in in the World Cup. So, you know, I, I'm savouring this up, and I, I agree with you totally about the location, etc. But um, we've got to enjoy it. So tomorrow right, morning, yeah. or I get it for you guys. I do get it. I do get it. So tomorrow morning, ten a.m. I'll be in the pub with the boys watching Wales play around, as you've got to do. So, uh, and we need a favour from you. So, we need a favour tomorrow night. And it's not often I support England. In fact, it's never. Um, so, yeah, if you can stick 20 on the USA, um, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, and, uh, Gee, am I right in saying this will be two games running for you that you have supported England? You wanted us to beat Iran and you now need us to beat the States. This must well, be a nightmare. It's like it's going to be like supporting the Lakers for you. This is man. Yeah, I mean, it's eat, eating me up inside. Absolutely <laughs> killing me. Do you me. feel di- do you feel dirty? 
Yeah, I've had three showers already today. <laughs> I'll be more tomorrow. <laughs> You're edging ever closer across the uh, the bridge, aren't you? You're coming over to England. Yeah. We'll have to get we'll have to get you an English name as well. We can become like Peter Smith instead of Grand Jones. <laughs> yeah. So um, no, no, I'm enjoying it, and um, just hoping that we get out of the group with yourselves. And I think that's the easiest way for us to get out is if uh, you give the US a kick in and maybe put your stiffs out on um, Tuesday night, and uh, we get a draw maybe. So uh, we'll yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Right then, let's get these uh, shameless plugs out of the way. So um, the new Orlando Magic Statement jersey uh, dropped on NBA U for pre-order uh, this week. Um, their website does state that this will ship on or before Tuesday the 13th of December. So a uh, good opportunity to get a Christmas present for your, you know, that Magic fan in your life. Um, they are carrying a couple of players, just to let you know. Paolo Barquero, Frank Wagner, Jalen Suggs, Jonathan Isaac, uh, Gary's favourite, Cole Anthony, and a king that is Markel Fultz. Um, you can customise y- your jerseys, as, as our dear friend Paul does. Uh, always, and get always. What, and get whatever you want on your jersey, can't you, Paul? Whatever you want. I'm, I should have gone with Raul. <laughs> I'd be disappointed after, if you won't. After, after uh, the... The events in Orlando, I should have gone with Raul, but no, Biffa 68, as always, mate. Yeah, good man. Um, so uh, they, they obviously do have some codes on, on these websites, but our code MAGICUK10 will definitely give you 10% off your order. Um, so that's in addition to the City jersey, which dropped a couple of weeks ago. Um, so yeah, just make sure you use our links uh, and use that code to get yourself a, a bargain of a jersey. Um so before I move on to the next part, guys, have you decided on who you're getting? I know, Paul, you're getting Biffa. Is that Biffa on both? Biffa on both, 68 on both, Biffer mate. On both. Yeah, okay. Timeless, mate. Timeless. And Gary? To be honest, if I was to ask for mine to be personalised by some of the names I've been called over the years, I don't think they'd be. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't say it because it's a family show. Um, yeah, I've, I've just gone for I've gone for Bankero, gone for... Uh, the rook, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. On both? Yeah, I've gone for it on both. I thought, why not push the board out? Um, how about yourself, G? Is it Markel yeah, on both? No, do you know what? I've got a lot of Markel jerseys. So uh, I'm, um, yeah, expanding my wardrobe, so to speak. So I'm going with Franz Wagner on the city. And then on the is it statement, I'm going Bancaro, but I might wait until I go to Orlando just to see if I can get an authentic. I have, so, heard, I have heard all the best looking people on a Franz Wagner jersey. Yeah, good. I could join in partly because I do have a jersey with 22 on it, don't I? The, the, all, the, the Magic with Orlando Magic UK on and number 22. What we'll see is you look good from the front. <laughs> do you know what not many people have ever said that it's alright you're doing you're doing, <laughs> you're doing better than I am most, most folks always say I look better walking away I look better if you've got cataracts <laughs> there's the comedy oh gosh boys um, sorry that's fine, mate. That's fine. So you can also uh, shop our uh, online store at magicfansapparel.tmail.com for our own merchandise. Uh, we've mentioned that in a couple of podcasts before. 
Uh, and finally, you can help support the podcast simply by subscribing to our YouTube channel, uh, Orlando Magic UK. Uh, if you have subscribed through another platform, really help us just uh, just hit the subscribe button uh, on YouTube just to help us to get to a thousand subscribers. Right, let's get into it then. So, Magic news from the past week since the last pod. Um, so, we saw the Magic play three games uh, this past week. One in Chicago and then a doubleheader against the Indiana Pacers. Uh, we saw Gary Harris return to the team against the Bulls and then he played the second game against Indiana as we ramp up his participation. Um, we did have a few casualties. Now, we're just fed up with injuries, aren't we? Um, Wendell Carter Jr. played against the Bulls but did not feature against the Pacers uh, at all as he's dealing with a plantar fascia strain. Uh, the guys mentioned that. I think you mentioned it last week, didn't you, Gar? Yeah, um, I've had that injury. I've had that injury, and I, to be honest with you, there was it was apparently, according to my physio, like a pretty bad one that I had, and um, there was no way he was playing a back to back. If you're coming off planter as quick as he was, there was just no way. Um, I hope he's getting a lot of work on his calf. It's because there's yeah. a temptation is to go bottom of the foot, but a lot of the build-ups in your calf. So I think Wendell might be touch and go for a while. I think you might see him and then he might be out or they'll just rest him totally. He's still listed yeah. day to day. Yeah, it's not. It, honestly, it is not nice. You think you think it's good and then you'll like do, like I got mine off running and you'll be doing well and then you'll go, oh yeah, I'm fine. And then you'll be like four minutes in and then you just feel this strain and it'll just get worse and worse. And it's... It'll, if if it's anything like what I had, it's the calf. Hmm. That's that's where the problem was. Yeah, well, fingers crossed. Uh, doctors get to work on him. The physios, yeah. as you said. Um, then Chuma Okk left the game on Monday night with what was called a le- with left soreness uh, in his knee, um, and then right at the end of the game, Jalen Suggs limped to the bench um, as he continues to battle with the troublesome ankle uh, that's been given him problems all season really uh, this status is not known yet for Friday for the game against the Philadelphia 76ers um, yesterday Jamal Mosley said that Paolo Banquero, Mo Wagner and Markel Fultz participated in practice for the Magic Banquero and Wagner's availability is going to depend on their reaction to the practice so today, tomorrow Markel is likely to take a little bit longer. Uh, we don't know how much longer, though, but it's just good to see him back on the floor. Um, so let's just do a quick recap of the week that was. Um, so let's start with the, the Magic and the Bulls game. So Orlando won this game 108 to 107. Um, we largely led throughout, uh, holding a 14-point lead at the break before surrendering it late in, in, in the fourth quarter. Uh, but the Bulls did blow a four-point uh, advantage with 26 and a half seconds to go uh, on a Javante Green dunk. Um, Jalen Suggs stormed back, hitting two three-throws, uh, and then the game was capped, really, by Vucevic, uh, our dear friend, missing uh, two free-throws uh, at the line to set up Jalen Suggs' dagger, three-pointer with uh, five seconds to go. Um, DeMar DeRozan wasn't able to convert from half court and we walked away with quite an improbable win uh, given the fact we were down four with 26 seconds to go. Um, led by Wendell Carter Jr. who continues to bully the Chicago Bulls every time he plays them. 
Um, and then Jalen Suggs and Wagner each chipped in with uh, 20 apiece. So, Ga, great game to watch. Um, and, and what were your thoughts on it, mate? Well, I'll, I'll start off with a paraphrase. So, hey, honey, can you believe it? Uh, the magic <laughs> thing <goes. laughs> And uh, we're dancing and we're having fun. I think that was the, the line. <laughs> I'm not doing the dancing because I can't dance. So, I'll just throw that out there. Um, That's never stopped me. Paul, I haven't had six pints. <laughs> <laughs> six pints. If you can send six pints of one express and get me the morning off tomorrow, we'll have a go. Do, do you know that you know that guy? I think he's called Chuck Swirsky, and he is a radio guy for the Chicago Bulls. So I jumped on um, the UK Chicago Bulls podcast last week, uh, and I just thought I'd listen to the one before, and it was him that was on there, believe it or not. So uh, he was a guest with uh, with Jimmy on the UK Chicago Bulls a couple of weeks ago. Quite funny. Good, good old Chuck. Good old Chuck. <laughs> Always good for a laugh, isn't he? It, <laughs> to, to be honest, um, fair play to him doing that. And it's just, if Twitter gets closed down by Elon Musk, my last tweet will be that video. That will be it, I'm telling you right now. But um, the performance didn't expect to win that game. I really didn't. Um, Wendell did what Wendell does against the Bulls. I, I do honestly think... He he's got it in there where he's he's playing against his former team. He wasn't missing that game for hella high water. The I don't know, you know, like that was that was the game he was going to play, and he's making a statement. And I would say that Vooch is getting older. We all like Vooch from when he was in Orlando, and but I think now probably they are for what they give a team. They're probably quite similar. I think when the trade was made, Vooch was like all star. Wendell was a player who hadn't quite hit in Chicago due to injuries, playing time system. And now I think it's gone a bit like <laughs> we're there now. Um, the the star of the show for me was Jalen Stokes. And I think right now with all the injuries and the players and the rotations and not having the, the set team as it is, I'm watching games looking for glimpses. You know, get, you're a young player, give me something to hold on to. So I've got hope going forward. And Jalen Suggs got a lot of hate, I think, in certain places. I'd seen a few tweets which I thought were a little bit out of line. And the, he's missed a lot of games through injuries. He's young, he's a point guard. And you go back historically in the NBA and you can see good point guards who've had not-so-hot starts to their career. You know, you can go back. Gary Payton didn't blow anybody away with his numbers to start with. He turned out pretty well. Um, Chauncey Billups bounced around the league for about five years and he ended up being a centrepiece on a championship team and with Jalen Suggs there's going to be times I think when we're frustrated with him where I think the three-point shots maybe not going to go um, he's ball handling I don't think he's strongest aspect if you compare him to say Markel Fultz it's, it's, but what he did do is he led that comeback and when he hit that three um, it felt a bit like when Markel came back and he did the dunk against, I think it was Washington, and the team mobbed him, and he got the three, and it was just, there's your confidence boost, there's there's your player, there's your number five pick, and when you go by the numbers, he has taken a small leap this season, offensively, and yeah, we're seeing flashes as to why he was taken with the fifth pick in the draft, so for me, the hot take would be that we've got a little window into Jalen Suggs again, and just oh, let's hope that injuries don't stop because I think the last time we played the Bulls when Suggs did the dunks, yeah, 
got the window then then he got injured yeah exactly and then he went down injured and it was failing his way back so hopefully that doesn't happen this time and he can he can kick on from here so that's my uh, hot takes G no I think one of the other things that's, that you know because of him hitting that dagger of a winner it's getting overlooked but the three that he hit at the buzzer at the end of the third yeah that was huge for us because yeah. at that point we were rocking a little bit. They'd got some momentum and that just felt like it swung it back to us. That I, I really thought, I think I messaged you, G, when I was watching it, to say yeah. that that three felt huge as he hit it. Um, but how loud did you cheer that that Suggs three at the end? Oh, you, yeah. yeah. I, I was up, I was swearing at the TV, giving it some abuse to the officials um, as he hit that dagger. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, I am going to become you here my friend with a little <laughs> bit of a ref ramp because that game I did, it just felt like they were getting so much help the Bulls in the third quarter from the officials uh, then in the fourth we got the that we would they decided that they were only calling travelling one way you know uh, Andre Drummond jumps shoots catches his own ball shoots again and scores that one's fine Wendell takes two steps in uh, on the on the yeah. approach to a layup, and he's given for a travel. Um, and then we had the nonsense offensive foul call. Um, so Zero when step. He hit, yeah, so mate, when he hit that, when when Jalen hit that three to win the game, for me, it just felt like it was deserved. And yeah, I turned into you for a few minutes. I will say, good man. Good man. I'll get your whale shirt on. If you want to really be me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did wonder, mate, because at the end of the day, this is an Orlando Magic UK yeah, podcast. We are I talking know. about the magic, but uh, we are, well, we are. Look, as it's been uh, just coming back to the World Cup, as it's been ten years longer than I've been on this planet since you've been in the World Cup, I think you're allowed to wear it. Yeah, you've got to make the most of it, mate. You're allowed to make the most of it. Thank you, mate. No, that's good analysis, there, guys. Um, you mentioned there about the uh, late three-point shots. Now we're going to come to a game that we had a couple of late three-point shots at the end of the quarter and at the end of the half. Um, so the Magic lost 114-113 uh, to the Indiana Pacers, uh, which was their second night of a back-to-back, having travelled from Chicago. Um, the Magic led this game by Franz Wagner, um, but he missed a left-handed layup, probably a shot he makes nine times out of ten, uh, which would have given the Magic the win with the last shot of the game. Uh, he did chip in with 29 points as he continues his stellar play this November. Uh, and again, the Magic finished with three players over 20 points uh, in the game, uh, with Mo Bamba and uh, Ball Ball respectively getting 22 and 21 uh, each. Uh, we mentioned earlier Wendell didn't play uh, and we know the whole long list of injuries we've got. Uh, so really, we let that one slip away. Um, what were your thoughts on that one? Right. I'm going to say this. Anyone moaning about us losing that one needs to remember one thing, and that's that we came within a centimetre of victory twice. You know, I'm happy with Franz taking that drive as the last play. As you just said, he will make that nine times out of ten. That one, it hit the rim that was the first centimetre that we were off. And then how close was Mo Bamba to getting the rebound and tipping it in? 
so close again, fingertips. Um, we could have easily took that. Um, I've got absolutely no complaints. Yeah, they're not a great team, um, but they are all better at the moment. Sorry, they are better at the moment than we all thought they would be. Um, Mars Turner, Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, your favourite DJ, uh, TJ McConnell. Gee, I know you love him. I, I'm, I've always been a bit of a fan of him. He's one of them players that I think if he's on the opposition, you really dislike him. But if he was on your team, you've got, you've got to love him because he just brings something. He, he's, he's still waiting to happen and he's deadly with the two-pointer from his spot. Uh, he's there, Robbie Savage, mate. He's there, there Robbie he Savage. Yeah, yeah. Naismith, um, you know, again, I, if we could have got him in the Fournier when we sent Fournier to Boston, I'd have been very happy. So, and then that young rookie, Mathurin, mate, he's uh, looking really good. He's a good player. So I think they are a better team than we all anticipated at this moment in time. Heartbreaking loss. Um, but look, great fight, great commitment and energy on the second night of a back-to-back. We looked after the ball better. We cut the turnovers massively in that game. Um nine-point lead that we had. We then had a double-digit double, double digit deficit. And again, we fought back and we managed to take the lead with a minute 40 left. Um, it got away. It got away from us. What wasn't good that night was we had a lack of ball movement um, and a real short... real for, for us, it was a surprising performance in that we just could not score in the paint. Now, I will give them some credit for that. They they have very active hands and are really committed to protecting the basket. However, we also miss seven free throws and that affects the final result. But you've got to say Bowl was stellar. He was great. He was. Um, there's just something about the guy. And we, uh, I've got to also say, I thought Mo Bamba had a really decent game, scoring his season okay. high. So, yeah, it could have we could have easily... I've got to be honest, I'd gone two and one last week and I felt really good as we were approaching the end of that game. And as, as Franz drove down, I'm thinking, yes, get in. Yeah. Two, it's going to be two and oh for the week so far. Uh, yeah. Gutting, real heartbreaking. It was. I mean, for me, I think it was the worst, worst loss of the season just because it was there. If we'd have corralled the rebound on Halliburton's miss and then they got that foul call, of course their guy went and hit two at the line and then like you said Wagner you know makes that normally but I did think that Bamba was potentially fouled on that tip in myself but you know I'm quite critical of the officiating but <laughs> no. I mean, they're not going to call that with one second to go are they let's be honest so um, but give it with a hundred you know everybody team, healthy roster we beat the paces four times out of four we I don't think they're that good. So I was quite disappointed we lost. Um, anything to add to that, Gaff? Um, really agreeing with Paul is what I was... Um, Mo Bamba, since he got that, did not play. Yeah. Uh, I think it's given him a, a kick in the backside, really. Um, so you can see that in his play. And he's been what you would hope Mo Bamba could start to be in terms of production. We all know he's got the talent. And agreeing as well with uh, Ball Ball. And... Watching the, the 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 first of the Pacers games, that's not an easy matchup if you ball ball going at the paint against Miles Turner. No. And he was still getting his shot away. So 
when you can see what Ball can do in that position, it gives you a lot of hope for where we can go with him. And I know that I think they focused a bit more on Ball in the second game, but that's not an easy lineup to play against and get some of the looks and the points that he did. So it's like, again, it's when you t- I was talking about glimpses before. It's encouraging when you think, okay, well, the ball ball glimpses are encouraging, the Suggs glimpses are encouraging. It is a, even though the record's not great, it's not an awful place to be in terms of what could be going forward. Yeah. And what Paul said last week, you know, if it, two games the other way, two extra yep. wins in the win column, we'd, we'd probably be okay with it. We wouldn't be as disappointed as we are at the moment. But given the injuries, um, you know, we're going <laughs> the right direction. I think that's the problem, Jay. I think that because we just we haven't been we haven't been healthy even back going through when we were in the playoffs. You know, like when we played against the Bucks, we were we were ravaged and we weren't fit against the Raptors when we played them. So you know, it's a, it's a long time. It's we're talking years here since we could say, oh, we had a fully we actually had no significant injury yeah. for any night for every night that the teams played. There's been a significant loss. Of it, player or players in most cases due to injury, and I think that's the frustration because when you look at guys getting like being out as long as the cat have been, like Fultz and Jonathan Isaac, and you get to think, well, is this another tank season? And I don't want to go into the tank because we did it last week, but I totally understand any paying customer who has their worries as well. Yeah, I have so, to be honest. I think that had you looked at the. Bulls game and you looked at the first Pacers game and any question as to are we tanking was blown out of the water because they wanted to win both yeah. I don't think the, yeah. I don't think the coach or the players no, you can't, I quite agree if you're, if you're a professional in anything you do whether it's sports or your job or whatever you don't go in and put a half-hearted performance in to think no, they'll be next year you just, it's not in your makeup. Yeah. it is yeah. good else. no yeah. Unless you play for the Iranian national team against England. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, the bitter. magic. <laughs> as long as you do tomorrow, it's all right. Um, right, the magic then uh, finished their, their second game with the Pacers. We lost this one 123 to 102. Uh, the less said about this one, probably the better. Uh, first quarter was all right. We were there or thereabouts, but then the Magic's death really was evident uh, as the, uh, the Pacers put us to the sword. OKK and Suggs both limped off, as I mentioned previously. Uh, Wagner finished with 20. Gary Harris, quite impressive, shooting the ball in his hometown with 18 off the bench. Um, anything to add, boys? You don't have to. Uh, look, it, we'd got no rhythm. We liked movement. We failed to defend the paint. We had turnovers. We got blitzed on the fast break. Um, the only criticism is one that it seems to be coming up in the commentary a lot, that uh, they just weren't getting called for travels and carries all night. Um, but other than that, every team will have a night like it. Every team will get several during the season. It's not accepting mediocrity, which some people will say that we are. Um but with limited availability on the back end of three games in four nights, yeah, I'd be more concerned if it was different circumstances. It's one of them nights. Yeah. Just to add, Paul's done a great analysis there. I'm not even going to try and match it, but um, 
sometimes you get your backside kicked. Yep. That, that's exactly what happened. And when you look at the amount of players we have got out injured, it's going to happen, especially when we're playing games in short order. We just you can't you can't keep losing the amount of players and get into the depth of significant minutes for that rotation and expect to compete. And something that we've, we're all fight, we've all none of us have mentioned um, is that Franz has been heavily strapped up on the on the finger. Right, uh, so he's yeah. he's playing with an injury, he's carrying injuries as well. Um, granted, it's one that you can probably play through, but even so, it still can have an uh, an impact. You can see it in his face, though. He really hates losing. Oh yeah, like, yeah. he really, like not only anybody likes losing. I don't, but he he really really hates losing. Which I love. Yeah. I, I love a sore loser. <laughs> I'm a sore loser, G. Oh, not me, mate. Not me. <laughs> what you're on about. <laughs> um, right. So, a, a couple of sort of discussion points just wanted to go over with you. Obviously, following stuff that's gone on this week. Um, we saw an Instagram post um, from Paolo Bancaro uh, last couple of days, but of him. Uh, and Markel Fultz with the caption soon on it. Then Markel teased us with some emojis, including his favourite little devil, uh, just to tease us some more. Um, so we may be getting Bancaro, Mo Wagner as back as early as Friday, as we mentioned previously, and maybe Markel not too far behind. So, Gary, when they come back, do you start Markel and Paolo as soon as they become available? And if so, who do you play or bench given Ball Ball and Jalen Suggs' superb play of late? First of all, I'll say that I saw the the Instagram post. I don't speak emoji, so it meant, <laughs> it meant absolutely nothing to me. The emoji, I just I'm the person, you know, the stressed smiley. I thought it was like meant a huge grin. So if I was like in a rush, I would just reply with that to people thinking, oh yeah, that's great. And I was just sending a stressed smiley to loads of people. So that shows my emoji knowledge. But um, looking at the um, the question and such, Paolo would come back in. Markel would start from the bench. And my reasoning for that is, is firstly, I think you're looking at the number one pick and he isn't going to the bench. Whereas Markel's injury, again, it's a lengthy layoff. And for that instance, I think it sends the wrong message to Jalen Suggs if he keeps playing like he has to immediately be out the lineup. Um, I do think Mark Elfolds will end up within 10 games back as the starting point guard, but I think he'll be eased back in again. Whereas I think Paolo will probably be in there with relatively significant minutes. So I would be looking for us to go back to more the start of the season look where I think you might have Wendell at centre if he's fit, if he can get fit. I think you would have Paolo alongside him. I think Ball Ball will be playing. I think Franz might get pushed down to the shooting guard position. And I think Jalen Suggs will remain at the uh, the point. Okay, interesting. Paul, any any thoughts? Would you... It's, we have a lot of flexibility. So if Wendell isn't able to go, you've got Mo that can come in. Could you could you give Ball the centre? Um, you know, I think he'd get bullied in there personally. I would pro- I would actually go with what Gary says um, and allow 
Jalen the opportunity to continue his his form. He has made mistakes. We're not going to we're not going to gloss over that. But he has played really well you know, a lot of the time, um, and it also allows Markel the opportunity to just get a few minutes under his belt um, of competition without the pressure of being in the starting unit. I agree that he will be back very very quickly as the starting point guard. Okay, for me, I'd put Markel straight in there. Just because, Shocker. I know, I know. <laughs> ball, ball. Play anywhere. So he's that kind of tweener player that come off the bench and you know fit in absolutely anywhere. So I would get. I mean, for me, I, I said this when we talked about it in the summer, and I was the only one who said Fultz and Suggs is the guard rotation. I would have those two, Wagner in his natural three, Bancaro for Wendell or Bamba, whoever's you know not injured at the time. Five. That's that's probably my you know starting five, given that everybody's healthy. Um, ball balls. I'm not saying. Fantastic. Got, yeah, not saying if everybody's healthy. I'm just saying if yeah, you're yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about say yeah. say look, I don't think that Markel will be available for the first Philadelphia game. Um, the the suggestion is still from around the team that Markel will be making an appearance before the end of the month, uh, which gives us four games. I don't think he'll play against Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, so if it, if it comes to the game, let's talk about the game at uh, Brooklyn. If he comes back for that game, I'll um, bring him off the bench for me to allow, as I say, just to allow him those minutes. Once he's got those minutes and he's got his eye back into being up to speed, actually having game minutes, um, then he becomes the starting point guard again, without a doubt. So, yeah. 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 No, that's fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, I would just put him straight in. Deep end. Go on. Swim, swim, young king. I suppose the argument. I suppose the other argument is that he's coming into play in a team that. Oh, what are we now? Four and eleven. Is it four and eleven? The record. Um, five. We won five, didn't we? We won five. Yeah, yeah. So we're five. Yeah. Yeah, of course we are. I'm looking at thinking about last week's figures that I wrote down. Yeah, so of course we are five and thirty. Yes, yeah. so we're not exactly setting the world alight. So perhaps there's less pressure in him coming in from the start anyway. Yeah, uh, we shall see. Just to add on to that, I, I think on this that I'm all for meritocracy. So if everybody was fit in the summer, then I think it's it's a shootout and you earn your place in camp. Like, yeah. If everybody had been fit, I would have gone with Mark Allen Cole and that's on the record and the colours are nailed to the mast. But we've had that many injuries in the backcourt now that I think if we find a player who's playing well, then you send the message and you keep them in and if you want to get the spot, you beat them out. Yeah, and Which is coming back exactly what you said, Gary. That's that's where I went with... Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Allen Cole 
yeah. as the starters. But you keep, for me, Cole had got the shirt at that point. Jalen had been out. And that's why I would have uh, given Cole the start at the start of the season. Now, with the form that Jalen has been in and that he does have the shirt, I would agree. That's why I would stick with him being the starter as yeah. well. And yeah, I, fair point. I, I say that through completely gritted teeth because I want to say a star call, but everything I believe in is that you, you have meritocracy, so meritocracy for all. Yeah, well, fair enough. Um, so, Paul, what departments do you think the, the match will improve w- with Fultz Paolo back in the lineup? Well, mate, it's it's a almost a given that when Markel comes back in, he improves the ball handling and very likely the assist numbers go up. Um, we all know how well he can see a pass um, and he can create himself and others really great opportunities. He knows how to push the pace, um, but he's comfortable in also slowing it and using the clock where necessary. That's that little bit of experience that he started to build up. Um, I wasn't happy with the video of him shooting the other day that we saw. Was it yesterday? Um, yeah. But for me, I'm more interested in his drive to the basket. That's what I want to see him doing. Put the ball on the floor and go. Um, that creates us the opportunities of kickback pass for an open three for somebody. If not, keep like I say, keep driving to the basket. You, he's excellent at putting the ball in that position and scoring for himself. You're liable to get fouls. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see him back for that. Um, you'd hope with his experience that we see the turnovers go down in numbers. Um, and I also, it, that, his return would take off the pressure that Jalen and Franz have been under yeah. as the primary ball handlers. Uh, I do think that Jalen's better suited to the two. Um and that allows Franz back to move to his, his natural position. Uh, what was it last season? Markel came in, played 18 games and 10.8 points, 5.5 assists, 2.7 rebounds and 1.1 steals per game when he was playing just 20 minutes per game on average. That's some good return. So I'm happy to see him come back I'm happy to see him come back gradually um, and I don't but I don't think it'll take very long and Paolo mate he improves us in virtually every area huge scoring option physical presence the ability to get points in get his own points get points in the paint he gets to the foul line an awful lot because of uh, the pressure that he puts his defenders under and you know, even being out, he's still leading in so many categories for rookies. Um, yeah, he just brings so much to the team. So it will be very, very interesting to see Markel feeding the ball to Paolo. It, yeah. it could be a thing of beauty. And we know what he can do. We know what Markel can do. Uh, if you remember, I, I joked in the in one of the game previews last season, that I'm looking forward to to Markel's first touch being that uh, if had a pass to Franz for um, a what was it a cut, for a cutting Franz to 
and lobbing it up to Wendell to, to smash the ball out. And that, that was exactly what his first involvement was. It was I, yeah, I, to see that again, to see and that understanding that Franz has got with Wendell has improved so much. Yeah. To add Markel with his ball handling abilities into that mix, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Looking forward to it. Well, well. I, I love the Wagner Carter memes, by the way, that's going around. Yeah, they're brilliant. <laughs> they're super. The, the Thanksgiving, Happy Thanksgiving post, the cartoon that the Magic have put out uh, is very funny as they've got them all as um, Charlie Brown characters. That's mm-hmm. that's very funny. I like that. Yeah. Um, so, last point, just for a little discussion point here. Um this year now we haven't had a pod but you know I haven't been on one for a couple of weeks and you guys obviously been away um, it's not been what we saw since the All-Star game last season uh, where we were top 10 uh, we currently rank 26 in defence the rating of 114 um, with only Golden State Houston Detroit and San Antonio uh, worse off than us Um so I'll just give you a bit of context as to how uh, the defensive team rating is calculated. So it's um, players steals times blocks plus opponents different. Oh, no, actually, I won't bother because <laughs> head blown at that point. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. It's too complicated for me. Um, so, but for me though, we're just giving up so many offensive rebounds. The teams are killing us with second chance points. Um, and this zone defence, don't get me started on this zone defence. Every time I see that we start setting up in a 2-3 or a 3-2, teams are just shredding us with their, with their shooting and they seem to be shooting, you know, career numbers. I, I think it was it Houston yep. who scored 24, 25, three-point shots on us, you know, which was very close to, to their record. Um, I, I don't understand why we just don't do this switch in defence, which was very successful in the Charlotte game that you guys were at um, and it's proven to be successful in a couple of other games um, I know we've got a lot of injuries and I've had a bit of a whinge about this zone defence and people say telling me you know three oh, people are injured I, I know this but if we've got a scheme like this switching you know man to man this working better I don't know why we're changing it up and going to zone defence for a couple of minutes stretches at a time and then seeing, you know, a, a tie game turn into a 12, 15 point lead to the other team. Um, so just wanted to see what your thoughts were on the defensive schemes that we've seen. Um, frustrations, guys. Paul? I, I totally agree with you. I am sick to death of the zonal defence. And I understand entirely that it is most likely the result of injuries. I think more than any other area of, this, of the game, our defence has been affected by the injuries. Um, we saw, was it in the second Indiana game, the second Pacers game, Admiral took two superb shots. He, he, he had two really, really big bell ringing plays. He, was, he, he, he did really well there. That's the spirit that we need to return. That willing, to, that willingness to be. I'm standing here. If you run into me, I'll go down. 
but that's the spirit we need. Um, it's it's clear that I still think we know what we need to do. I still think the team know know, know what they need to do, but as yet they failed to do it consistently. Um, yeah, I don't I say don't like the zone, um, and I'm hoping that once we do see players return, we see less of the usage of that. Um, I still think that we need some more focus at times. There are odd bits where looking at yeah, you've perhaps had a bit of a brain wander there. Um, a little bit of awareness, but again, so, so, uh, some of the lineups that we're playing aren't lineups that you expected to see. None of us expected to see so much of Admiral. None of us expected to see so much of Caleb at this point. You know, they all are two ways, and they're virtually playing every game. Um, so I think I do think that the injuries have affected us. And whilst it's not necessarily part of defence, reducing the live ball turnovers will help hugely because we are getting shredded by opponents in fast break points. We're, we sit 23rd in the league at that. That's really hurting us. I think it's something like 15 and a half points a game that we're conceding through fast breaks. Um, and you mentioned it, G, defensive rebounds. The size that we have, how are we only sat 16th um, for... Sorry, how are we sat so far back that there's the number of rebounds lead to, six, to being 16th in opponent's second chance points? Grab a, grab a couple of extra rebounds per game and you see that improve hugely. So, yeah, that's a big one for me. Yeah. Anything to add to that, Gar? Um, Well, you guys have done the, the fantastic analysis of the defensive end, but, but I'm going to just add that it's a team game and we can't get a settled lineup on the floor at all to um know each other's strengths, weaknesses. There's you look at the team that was um quite you know good at defending last season. It, it isn't there. <laughs> and then players aren't on the floor. You know, you you add him Bancaro in at one point and then he's back out. Ball balls in. You know, Bell Ball that wasn't factored in at that point of last season. Wendell, who's a bit of a stalwart, has been taken out the lineup. We've gone from playing Wendell and Bamba together to them not actually playing together anymore. The guard yeah. rotation's been completely shredded. It's been we've had Franz playing, who was a pretty good defender at the guard position as well. So he's out as point at both ends of the floor. And you just keep going and going, but that adds up in the end of where, you know, if you've got a settled team who are playing the majority of games together, people know their strengths and know their weaknesses. It's it's telepathic. And we'll see what the telepathic link is when we see um, Wagner and Carter on the offensive end, who've played a lot of games together, how that is there and what it can do. But it's both ends of the floor and you can't do it because the personnel is changing every single game. So I think whatever we think of the zone, whatever we think of it, we've got to say that the game time on the floor together just isn't happening. And... I don't care who, who the team is. If any team had had the injuries that we've had, they are going to have problems. And when you add to the fact that we're a young team with a relatively inexperienced coach, we're still trying mm. to figure out who's... I think it's it's disappointing that we're giving up some of the points we do. It's disappointing, I think, at times when we see what's happening on the perimeter. But when you bring in the context of it, it's it's just part of the recipe of injuries and 
growing that we, we can't get right at the minute. I think if we settle, we get the players back and we figure out who our best five are and our best rotation off the bench, I think that will improve. Yeah. Just, just and I mean, even Gary, Gary Harris returning on Sats, uh, it was a Friday against the Bulls, when he first came on and he was pressurising their ball hand, they were like, well, hello. Yeah. You know, it's nice yeah. to get a bit of a backcourt His, his, uh, his defence is superb. Yeah. And, and, so. and a lot of what he did in that game didn't show up in a box score. But he yeah. worked his backside off. And the other thing you've got to say is, in amongst a certain amount of doom and gloom, Bol Bol is still up there in the league leaders for blocks. Sat third, I think he is. Yeah. yeah. You know, the guy... We have been disproportionately affected by the injuries. I think we all know that. Um, I don't think any Magic fan would disagree. And for me, as you've just said, Gary, and as I, as I sort of pointed out at the start there as well, the injuries, once they clear up, we have a hell of a bright future. A hell of a bright yeah. future. Agreed, agreed. Right then, so let's get into the next week's games. So we'll be recording our next podcast on Friday, the 2nd of December. Uh, and between that time, we play four times. So we've got the Philadelphia 76ers. So that's a Friday night for us, or Saturday morning, if you want to call it midnight, um, where we hopefully, hopefully we'll see a turkey carving. Can they do it a day after? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Get friends. We talked about Jaylen. it, weren't they? Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, we Mike. haven't had a turkey carving after yeah, a Mike Thanksgiving need... win for a while. Yeah, Mikey to put his big baby Davis vest on and recreate that. You'll <laughs> 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 have to do that after after the Christmas party. See if you can save a leg for that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, then we play the, the 76ers on Sunday night uh, that is 11pm uh, tip time in the UK so for all of you who want to stay up after the American football to watch that, that'd be good um, and then we've got the Brooklyn Nets uh, on the road, so that's Monday night slash Tuesday morning um, at half past midnight UK time uh, and then we finish the week up with a Wednesday night slash Thursday morning game against the Atlanta Hawks, uh, which tips off at midnight. So I can tell you that Mikey went two and two with wins with one win over the Philadelphia 76ers and then a win against the Atlanta Hawks. Um, the Sixers, by the way, are missing a handful of players, including Embiid, Harden, Maxi. And Tobias Harris was questionable. So, Gary, I'm going to come to you first, mate. What's your prediction for the week? I'm going to go two and two. But I think one of the wins will be against Philly, but the other win will be against Brooklyn. Okay. Okay, so slightly different to uh, Mr. Clark. Yeah, there you go. Good man. Paul? Well, I've been the optimist, haven't I, recently? Um, so this week, I'm reverting to type. I'm going one and three. Um, I just think that there's still too many injuries. Um, and it's against strong opponents. Uh, 
we're still waiting on Fultz to see his debut. Gary Harris is playing his way back. I think this week was too much of a big ask. Um, so we beat Philly once. And even though the Nets and the Hawks are both six and four in the last 10, um, and the Nets have only are only four and four for the season at home. So I can see where Gary's coming with the uh, win on the road. The Hawks are only four and four on the road. So, but I just believe that it's too much of an ask with the injuries that we've got this week. If the situation for injuries improved and we see some cohesion in the team quickly as players return, then it'll be a much better week. But one and three. One and three. Okay. I'm going to go two and two, but I've got us beating the 76ers twice. And I'm hoping the second Philadelphia game, we might see Markel come just to shred his previous team. Um, and yeah, you guys have talked about the, you know, the, the, the Brooklyn Nets and the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, I think they're a bit, a bit of a cut above us at the moment. But Brooklyn, uh, no, I'm sorry, Brooklyn, Philadelphia, I think are there for the taking, um, even though they've had a couple of uh, wins um, with, with an un, un, undermanned squad sort of thing. So, um, yeah, there we go. Um, I didn't tell you about last week's result. I managed to predict one and two, albeit I did say the wrong win. Um, Gary went 0-3 and, uh, and Mikey Paul went 2-1. and 1. So, uh, so that's the first one of the, of the season, really, isn't it? So, uh, it is, my friend. Top of the league. Yes. Top of the league. Yeah, top of... <laughs> For a it's week. It's not something you get to say very often, is it, mate? No, it's not. It's For not. any of your so, teams. I, I know, I know. So um, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Um, Early birthday present. Yeah, absolutely. I know, I know. Happy birthday. <laughs> What what what's what's tomorrow for you, Durant? What is it? It's the day before my birthday tomorrow. No, actually, because this drop, pod's going to drop tomorrow. So tomorrow, yeah, will be my my fortieth birthday. So my twenty first with nineteen years experience, as I like to say. Absolutely, carry it well, miss. Yeah, thank you, mate. Big celebrations, mate. You doing anything for yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, so um, obviously, I mean, tomorrow it's starting off with the day off tomorrow, watching the Wales game, and then a couple of drinks with with uh, my friends in the evening, and then Saturday uh, meal out with the family, and then um, going to watch the Cardiff Devils again. What what times the Wales so, game start? Ten a.m. mate. Ten a.m. You, you aren't seeing the evening drinks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you'll, see, you'll see seven o'clock, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, well, we'll report on um, how, how I was fair next week, I'm sure, when we record on, on the Friday. I'll, so, I'll uh, want to text when you've finished your last drink just to see how, how long ago. Well, one of, one of those before and after photos is it before the drinks and then after? <laughs> if I, I, I remember. After would be a cell or something like that. <laughs> Are we predicting a dry cleaning bill, mate? <laughs> perhaps, perhaps we'll see. Ah, uh, I, I, I hope, I hope mate, we'll have a great celebration. I hope uh, we'll thank you, uh, Have a great guys. celebration, cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Um, so yeah, that that'll do it for for us for this week. So thank you as always for listening and watching. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Orlando Magic UK, uh, and leave us your comments. 
Um, keep up to date with the all the latest magic news um, on orlandomagicuk.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, and until next week, go magic.